Part four, Propositions fifty one to fifty five of the Ethics by Spinoza. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diana Moylinger. The Ethics by Benedict de Spinoza. Translated by R. A. Gem Alps. Part four, Propositions fifty one to fifty five. Proposition 51. Approval is not repugnant to reason, but can agree therewith and arise therefrom. Proof. Approval is love towards one who has done good to another. Definition of the emotions, 19. Therefore, it may be referred to the mind, in so far as the latter is active, part 3, proposition 59, that is, part 3, proposition 3, in so far as it understands. Therefore, it is in agreement with reason, etc. Quod ero demonstrandum. Another proof. He, who lives under the guidance of reason, desires for others the good, which he seeks for himself. Part 4, Proposition 37. Wherefore, from seeing someone doing good to his fellow, his own endeavor to do good is aided. In other words, he will feel pleasure, Part 3, Proposition 11, Note, accompanied by the idea of the benefactor. Therefore, he approves of him. Quod ero demonstrandum. Note. Indignation as we defined it, definition of the emotions, 20, is necessarily evil. Part 4, Proposition 45. We may, however, remark that, when the sovereign power for the sake of preserving peace punishes a citizen, who has injured another, it should not be said to be indignant with the criminal. For it is not incited by hatred to ruin him, it is led by a sense of duty to punish him. Proposition 52. Self-approval may arise from reason, and that which arises from reason is the highest possible. Proof. Self-approval is pleasure arising from a man's contemplation of himself and his own power of action. Definition of the Emotions, 25. But a man's true power of action or virtue is reason herself. Part 3, Proposition 3. As the said man clearly and distinctly contemplates her. Part 2, Proposition 40 and 43. Therefore, self-approval arises from reason. Again, when a man is contemplating himself, he only perceives clearly and distinctly or adequately such things as follow from his power of action, part 3, definition 2, that is, part 3, proposition 3, from his power of understanding. Therefore, in such contemplation alone does the highest possible self-approval arise. Quod ero demonstrandum. Note. Self-approval is, in reality, the highest object for which we can hope. For, as we showed in part 4, proposition 25, no one endeavours to preserve his being for the sake of any ulterior object, and, as disapproval is more and more fostered and strengthened by praise, Part 3, Proposition 53, Corollary, and on the contrary, Part 3, Proposition 55, Corollary, is more and more disturbed by blame. Fame becomes the most powerful of incitements to action, and life under disgrace is almost unendurable. Proposition 53, Humility is not a virtue, or does not arise from reason. Proof. 
Humility is pain arising from a man's contemplation of his own infirmities. Definition of the emotions, 26. But in so far as a man knows himself by true reason, he is assumed to understand his essence, that is, his power, part 3, proposition 7. Wherefore, if a man in self-contemplation perceives any infirmity in himself, it is not by virtue of his understanding himself, but, part 3, proposition 55, by virtue of his power of activity being checked. But, if we assume that a man perceives his own infirmity by virtue of understanding, something stronger than himself, by the knowledge of which he determines his own power of activity, this is the same as saying that we conceive that a man understands himself distinctly. Part 4. Proposition 26. Because, footnote, land reads, quod ipsius agendi potentia juvatur, which I have translated above. He suggests as alternative reading to quod, quo, which means whereby, and quod ke, which means and that. End footnote. His power of activity is aided. Wherefore humility, or the pain which arises from a man's contemplation of his own infirmity, does not arise from the contemplation or reason, and is not a virtue but a passion. Quod erat demonstrandum. Proposition 54. Repentance is not a virtue, or does not arise from reason, but he who repents of an action is doubly wretched or infirm. Proof. The first part of this proposition is proved like the foregoing one. The second part is proved from the mere definition of the emotion in question. Definition of the emotions, 27. For the man allows himself to be overcome first by evil desires, secondly by pain. Note. As men seldom live under the guidance of reason, these two emotions, namely humility and repentance, as also hope and fear, bring more good than harm. Hence, as we must sin, we had better sin in that direction. For, if all men who are a prey to emotion were all equally proud, they would shrink from nothing, and would fear nothing. How then could they be joined and linked together in bonds of union? The crowd plays the tyrant when it is not in fear. Hence we need not wonder that the prophets, who consulted the good, not of a few but of all, so strenuously commanded humility, repentance, and reverence. Indeed those who are a prey to these emotions may be led much more easily than others to live under the guidance of reason, that is, to become free and to enjoy the life of the blessed. Proposition 55. Extreme pride or dejection indicates extreme ignorance of self. Proof. This is evident from definition of the emotions, 28 and 29. End of part 4. Propositions 51 to 55.